0: Welcome to episode 63 of Telepractice Today with Kim Dutro Allen and Dr. Todd Houston.
1: Okay, welcome back to another episode. Um, I have done a lot of adjusting and acclimating (laughs) to new environments lately. And it made me think of our um, SLPs that have done that this past year too. And -hmm. especially those that adjusted um, and now are having to readjust to going back in person with a lot of uh, school years and kind of schools kind of announcing that for the school year. So I found an article from the Whimsical Word um, dot com, and she was talking about how to use all of the resources that you have collected during this past year once you're back in person. So she talks about boom cards and that um, you can pull up it, them on a laptop or on a desktop with a smart board or um, a tablet or your cell phone and that you can still use a lot of that functionality with that. And another thing that I saw um, Stacey Krause post about this week Mm -hmm. was that there is a way to print your boom cards too. So if you had like something where it was a set of questions, um, you know, something that wasn't maybe too interactive, but was just like questions with answers Mm -hmm. on them, then you can uh, go in and print those out too. So you could still use those in person. And then she also talked about the static PDFs, um, using those by printing them out. Or uh, there's uh, Teachers Pay Teachers has their new ESL tool where you can do Mm -hmm. things like annotate it and you could be, you know, projecting on a whiteboard and things like that and be drawing things on it. And then the same thing with um, an interactive PDF, you could do similar things with that too. Um, And then with your Google Drive resources, you're using them on laptops and desktops. And she goes through too and says like which ones would need Wi Fi and which ones wouldn't. So you can look at that too, and what what you have available in your uh, room that when you're in your brick and mortar in person setting. And then uh, she talks about uh, different websites that you can use. Um, You know, still pulling up those ABCA and um, Tiny Tap is one that I haven't used that she mentioned, and Newzella and all of those, um, and incorporating them back into the therapy that you're doing in person too. And I think that also creates kind of just like a sense of familiarity with our students too, that, oh yeah, I remember these things that we did last year and it's fun to do them in person now because we just did it online last year. So, and if nothing else, just taking the lessons of being adaptable and not needing a lot of physical things to create um, a good therapy session, I think too, or something that we can all take with us into this next school year
0: sort of a minimalist approach right, to therapy right. <laughs> do do therapy with this pencil and piece of paper for two <laughs> hours <laughs>
1: yep <laughs>
0: or in my area uh you know with with hearing loss and kids and, and auditory verbal used to talk about the, being able to do a full therapy session with a pack of lifesavers you know yep. all the different colors and stacking and all that stuff um So anyway, just I I think the uh, the ideas and the and the strategies there to to really use what we've been able to to develop over the past year and and that and find different ways of using it and not having to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's good. That's good. So that was the whimsical word. Mm -hmm. And that's a newsletter, right? For. Yep. For SLPs.
1: Yep, it is, um, yeah, Andy, and she is on, I think she's on Instagram as the whimsical SLP or whimsical world. So she does a lot of um, blog posts and uh, has some resources and things too. So she's been a good one to turn to.
0: Great. Definitely check her out. Um, On the podcast today, we have an old friend joining us. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we felt like this was a point in the summer where everyone could use a laugh. So we got with um, Jeanette Smoot, our good friend, up at uh, Sound Beginnings at USU, and she's going to talk to us about how their year went and some of the things that she's taking from the pandemic into this next school year.
0: Right. Hi, it's Todd Houston. I just wanted to reach out to you, our really talented, wonderful listeners that we have, and just ask you if you want to join us. Yes. Would you like to be a content creator for the 3C Digital Media Network? We need you. We need content creators to come and join us. So if you have a blog, a webinar, a course, or maybe even a podcast that you'd like to do, we would love to speak with you. So please, if you have some ideas, email me at todd, T-O-D-D, at 3 c com, and I'll reach out and we can have a conversation. And so hopefully we could have you develop whatever you'd like to develop and work with us. Again, Todd at 3cdigitalmedianetwork.com, and I will be in touch. Now, back to the interview. Jeanette, welcome to the podcast. It is so great to have you with us.
2: Happy to be here.
0: So, would you mind giving us a little bit about your background, which we, a little disclaimer, we all know each other from Utah State University, but you can go from there.
2: I was gonna say Todd was my introduction to listening and spoken language and telepractice. So, um, I, I was here at Utah State, took a little bit of break in the middle, and in the meantime, they had begun the listening and spoken language emphasis, and I knew almost nothing about it. But I thought, hey, I'll, I'll go learn. So I'll go sit down with with this Dr. Houston that's new to this faculty and and uh, and applied and, and went through the graduate training program, and then. Um, when I when I graduated, there was an opening that was about the time that you you transitioned over to Akron. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been here um, 10 years now, which went in the blink of an eye. So in the meantime, I um, I got my my certification through the A.G. Bell Academy for as a listening and spoken language specialist. And I work primarily with um, preschool and kindergarten age children and in individual therapy.
0: And those are kids with hearing loss. Yes. So you mentioned telepractice and so how has that process gone for you in terms of over the years and then more recently with COVID?
2: So I actually just got a little, a tiny taste of it in my grad school training. And then we had a staff member who, who covered all of our, our tele-services. So other than covering the odd leave, um, um, I, I hadn't done a lot of it firsthand. I had attended lectures and, and, and had just a taste of it, but then, uh, we kind of smiled that Friday the 13th was our last normal day of 2020. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. then we had a rapid shift in our, in our, uh, in our whole lives, but especially in our service delivery. Mm-hmm. So, um, that, that came with its own challenges because we had, um, I think two days to kind of revamp our whole school schedule. So getting everybody as much services as possible, um, making sure families had equipment. Fortunately, we had um, iPads and Chromebooks available to, to lend out to families that needed them. Um, You also had families that I think um, in Logan, Utah are probably larger than the national average. So four plus kids (laughs) around Mm -hmm. here uh, that, that now all their children are at home and all online and all needing something to work with. So the, the scheduling piece was kind of like 3d Tetris, um, of, of making sure everyone was available and, uh, and, and, getting our, our staff member to align with their availability. Um, but, uh, some of the things that, that came out of that were one, I got to work with more dads cause they were suddenly home in the day, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and, and getting a, a better appreciation for that interaction and seeing how, um, uh particularly because it was maybe a little bit more novel. These children were excited to participate because dad was there. Um mm-hmm. and uh and then you know at first there were some children that were confused as to why why is Miss Jeanette in my iPad? <laughs> you see her at school. That's the box that she lives in. Um not mm-hmm. this box. Um and, uh, and then, of course, the challenges of keeping small children engaged. <laughs> uh, fortunately, we we had Kim come uh, do an in-service with us early on to to share some of the, her go-to resources and her ideas, and those were really helpful. Um, uh, at one point, we started playing around with what can we do with some green screen, and we had some fantastic teachers here on our staff at Sound Beginnings that had some really fun ways to keep small groups in, interacted and um anyway so i so i played around with that one day it was a uh had a little guy who'd been working on spatial concepts and behind was always a troublesome one for him so we had uh, i thought well, if i put some you know some scary looking animals behind me will will he react will he say anything and right. he was shockingly unconcerned for my safety <laughs> <laughs> what's the message <laughs> So if
0: uh, Mr. Net gets eaten by this (laughs) rapid (laughs) dinosaur or whatever it is, uh, no big deal.
2: (laughs) No, he he did not, he did not react too much, but uh, yeah. So, so um, I don't know if I've answered that, that question, but it was, it was kind of this whole new whole new world. And, and it is, it is certainly not transferring exactly what I do in therapy face to face to home that, that, that it's, it's, It's its own flavor. And, um, I learned more as I went along that it was better Mm -hmm. to rely on, on, uh, more, more like you were in, in home, um, utilizing their routines, their things, than trying to be the Miss Jeanette show. (laughs) Um, that was more helpful. Uh, we also had a certain amount of, of, uh, fatigue, just parents that were, Mm -hmm. that were tired and, and couldn't always be available. Or uh, one little guy, he he just would would wander away, and there wasn't supervision there all the time. So sometimes, <laughs> I, I took a screenshot once of just this bulldog just smiling. You know, just, <laughs> he was very interested and in, and actually very good at auditory recall, which the <laughs> which was our goal with the child that day. So, <laughs> um, uh, when we went uh, back uh, in the spring, we had more in-person services, we actually started to do, um, a little bit of, um, having parents be remote still, cause they're didn't always allow for them to come into our center, but they can participate in at least a portion of the session. And mm-hmm. I found that that's, I, I think I'm going to continue on with that. Um, when, mm-hmm. when they're not able to come in, um, uh, probably one of our greatest sessions for a little guy that was working on question formation was I just called his dad and said, Hey, I need you to be a complete novice at soccer and just let him ask and answer questions about it. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was a fantastically productive session with almost no materials. And it was a great training opportunity for the grad student that was involved Mm of that was, that was no materials needed. And it was a really great interaction with a parent and a topic the child was interested with. And we just had a video you know, video call going. So, I think I'll I'll definitely incorporate that into what in my brain is my, you know, my traditional face to face. But
0: right,
1: yeah. So, did did you feel like there was anything that you had to adjust specifically for working with kids with hearing loss over telepractice, and that adjustment that you had to do?
2: Audio quality was a challenge, um, mm-hmm. and you know doing as much as you can to to prepare the environment often they were in their noisy living room with three or four siblings doing their work at the other you know other end of the kitchen table or um uh, walking parents through processes they're familiar with but just checking checking the devices sometimes it was clear that our 11 o'clock session was the first time that day that devices were being located
0: Mm -hmm. right
2: (laughs) um uh and and then um you know uh, all the ups and downs of unpredictable connection speeds and audio quality video quality so those were some hurdles um yeah
1: For sure, I think those are ones that a lot of people experienced. So, what was? Um, did you find any solutions for it, or was it just like hold on? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, I did get a, a headset with a good mic, so I knew that they were getting um, improved audio quality on my end. I,
1: yeah, um,
2: and then doing what we could to to find a a less noisy environment. Uh, if It's a, you know one one family. All the other kids were. <laughs> she just knew that that was everyone was banished downstairs for that mm-hmm. half
1: hour. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, and I think that is a what lo- it is a lot of time just controlling what you can control on your end and <laughs> coaching through the the rest of it on their end. But I also think like that it gives you a nice little window on what's happening at the home because of course they always come to school with their device on you know and so you know that they have it on and when you see like at home it's not being put on till 11 then that gives you a nice window into what it's like at home too Mm -hmm.
2: right and and figuring out okay if this is their daily reality if the activity i'm i'm modeling or or suggesting as some carryover is not practical for that then we're wasting everybody's time (laughs) if we get a sibling that that uh, is interested in doing the activity with them all the better right
0: and how many children did did you have on your caseload
2: i think through that there was 17 or 18 children i was seeing weekly
0: and were most of those just individuals therapy Mm
2: -hmm. or
0: individual sessions
2: yeah so i was seeing most of them Twice a week for about thirty minutes. Yeah, individually, they also, like I said, our schedule was a was a a, a wondrous thing that went through many drafts. So <laughs> they they had um, some some in person instruction on certain days, and then uh, online groups. And our staff got really creative with with trying to maximize uh, how much how mon- how mon- much services they could receive during
0: that time. Right. Well, Jeanette, you know, one thing that I have always admired about you, and there are many things, but one thing that I've always admired about you is your sense of humor. And I I wonder, where does that come from? You, you have great humor, and, and, and I, I can tell you probably incorporate that into your teaching. Where does that come from?
2: Uh, my my dad mostly i mean he he found a, something to laugh about in any situation he was also a practical joker you mm-hmm. know and so um I think a lot of that and then it's just I, it's it's one of my healthier co- coping mechanisms for stressful situations <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure and and uh, I think we all need a lot of humor right now, right right. <laughs> So other
1: than the dog doing therapy with you instead of the child, what was the, some of the funniest things, situations that you had happen during this past pandemic year?
2: Uh, So again, sometimes um, trying to hold the interest of a, of a child, uh, he was complaining that he, that, um, so this was a four-year-old little boy who was complaining that he didn't want to be by himself that he he would happily participate in his group things. But when it came to time with just me and him and mom, <coughs> um, that that was, that was one of his complaints. So mom and I brainstormed and then I said, well, what if, what if I could get Iron Man? He's deeply into all things Marvel right now. But mm-hmm. if I could get Iron Man to come next time and I'm thinking, surely there's a face filter we can make work. This is right after like the whole mm-hmm. like, lawyer cat thing that <laughs> I'm like, it's out there. I know it is.
0: Sure. <laughs> um,
2: so in experimenting with some stuff and some different apps, I accidentally, uh, I accidentally um, made myself a talking pineapple for about three days and <laughs> could not <laughs> make it go away. And, uh, and during this time we were, we had a search committee for, um, for uh, an open position here. And, and I initially came to the meeting with my camera off And uh, and Carl said, hey, Jeanette, we'd like to see your face. And I had to explain that, Carl, you can't see my face right now. It would be a talking pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's the professional demeanor you want to convey to our potential
1: colleagues. (laughs) Uh, Did you did you have to say, like, I I am not, in fact, a pineapple? (laughs) (laughs)
2: It was, it was, like a liar it was a fun character but uh, yeah. probably not the one i should show <laughs> <laughs> i also learned that when i just that zoom had had a new update and they could do those little animal filters right which was mm-hmm. which was fun for kids because mm-hmm. we, we could do that with some descriptive language things and i could give them some clues about what i was going to turn into in a minute mm-hmm. and uh and so that was fun but then i couldn't I couldn't, I could switch between them, but I couldn't make it go away. And right after that, I also had to meet with a grad student. So <laughs> Is it, in your, in your review at the end of the semester, just don't feel compelled to mention that you had a 30 minute meeting with a series of woodland
1: creatures.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had one meeting where, um, you know, it, whatever you were named, in your last zoom meeting is what it stays at is and i've had some where i'm like you know come in as my daughter's name to meetings and things like that mm-hmm. but we had one where i can't even remember what the name was but it was like t-dog or something like that that one of the kids had named themselves and we were in a meeting and um, the SLP came in and we were like, hey, T-Dog. And it took her like halfway through the meeting. And she's like, why are you guys calling me that? And then she and she's like, oh, apparently that's my screen name now. Nice. <laughs> so all these unique situations that we've had that create, you know, language opportunities and social opportunities that we haven't had before thanks to Zoom. <laughs> or those
2: those odd pragmatic things we developed of i i never have walked into or left a meeting face to face waving at people and I, <laughs> I felt compelled to do that on zoom
0: <laughs> true 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 <laughs> good point that is a very good point
1: oh i any- knew I, I knew you would come with some laughs for us today
0: <laughs> did you have any other uh experiences with with families children or or with your colleagues or student grad students
2: um i mean the I, that that stage that they're at that they're figuring out that you don't live at the school that you're not mm. you know put in the closet at night <laughs> like an appliance <laughs> or something right of, of them figuring out that oh um but then they're on the flip side of also a surprising uh, awareness and understanding of the reasons people had to stay at home that they, they recognized I was in an office and this one little girl was just panicked that I was not at home because right now was a time when we had to be at home (laughs) and you can't go anywhere. And why are you there? And was just not going to move on to any other topic. So I had to assure her I was the only one here. (laughs) 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 It was going to be okay. And she could settle in and it would be all right. So.
0: you're not going to get the COVID because you're, <laughs> you're <okay.
2: Right. laughs> very concerned for me.
0: <laughs> well, well, Jeanette, we, we have some questions that we've prepared for you. And <clears throat> I can't wait for you to answer these. <laughs> so, so Kim and I have what we call our little moment of Zen here mm. where did you ever watch the uh, inside the actor studio? The show? <laughs>
2: Is that, is that the one they spoofed as between two ferns?
0: Uh, No, no, it's separate, separate, separate. So they have the, what's, what's called the Proust uh, questionnaire. And, uh, and so at the end of the interview, the host would ask the actor these series of questions and they were always the same questions every time. And so we kind of picked up on that and have a series of questions just to let our audience get to know you even better. Mm -hmm. So does that sound okay? All right. So you can elaborate as much or as little with each question. Okay. Okay. So what is the most used app on your phone?
2: Oh, Probably Facebook. I spend too much time there.
0: (laughs) What was the last TV series you streamed?
2: Uh, I have been watching way too much of the the crime-solving series Bones. <laughs> that oh, I yeah. can almost anticipate the pun they're about to make about some fatal injury.
0: Mm. Okay, good. Good one. Um, a favorite book.
2: Um, I love. Um, well, I've I've been in a book club recently on all the just because we needed something lighthearted. All of the works of Ellen Montgomery. So the mm. Anne of Green Gables is kind of a nice little escape to, to Prince Edward Island in your mind. So that's what I'm currently reading.
0: Gotcha. Awesome. So now we're going to get a little deeper. Okay, If you could create one law or behavior that everyone had to do, what would it be? Hmm,
2: And everyone had to abide by it?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think we would have a much more polite society. If you got one free punch every day and no one knew who had used theirs.
0: (laughs) Okay. I like that. Yeah. I wish I had that when I was still at Utah state. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a good idea. I like that. I like that. Um, (laughs) Next question. Who would you like to have dinner with dead or alive?
2: Hmm. Um, actually, I've been doing some family history recently, and I never knew my my father's mother. So that would be neat to get to know my grandma.
0: Oh, cool! Yeah, that's great. Um, what, or excuse me, where is the most exotic or farthest place you've been?
2: Um, I went for a couple months to Vietnam with um, the Global Foundation for Children with Hearing Loss. to help with a a teacher training program there in Ho Chi Minh City.
0: Yeah, I just talked to Paige not too long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the scariest thing you've ever done?
2: Scariest? uh, Most challenging,
0: scariest, whatever, however you want to define it.
2: Oh, my! beside grad school? Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I have a terrible fear of heights, but I was somehow talked into one of those Human slingshot type things at Six Flags by some friends, mm. and I I think I screamed myself hoarse that day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I probably would have done so as well. Um, what is a pet peeve of yours?
2: Um, terrible erasers on pencils. When you when it's not an actual functional eraser, why would you even bother putting it there? <laughs> that's, a,
1: that's a very specific.
2: Question. And m- mostly, I've encountered that when I'm when I'm when I'm checking, mm. scoring for about twenty self uh, preschools in the fall, and uh, I've asked students to do them in eraser, but somehow mm-hmm. I get the bad pencil, and then it smears everywhere.
0: Just <laughs> I'm sure there are more important nuts, things in the so. world to
2: correct, but that's what came to mind. <laughs>
0: It's going to be someone chewing loudly, uh, slow drivers, or
2: pencil erasers. People could be its own category for sure. But again, back to the free punch rule, we could solve that.
0: Very true. Very true. (laughs) Um, next question: If you could choose your, if you didn't choose sorry, if you didn't choose your current profession, what profession would you like to try?
2: Um. So I shared uh, I shared an office with uh, um, uh, Whitney Wright. I don't know if any of you knew her while she was here, um, but uh, she and I had this habit of um, doing song parody on a dime, and we we would often say, "Hey, if if that could be a fun side gig." And there, <laughs> there's a theater in Salt Lake actually that does nothing but. Um, parody shows and so we thought we, we should call them and see if they need some some parody songs written because we were a pretty good duo with that <laughs> was it
1: was it the off-broadway theater is that the one
2: uh I think it's called desert star
1: okay because the there's a couple of them I was actually um revealing secrets about myself, I guess. I was actually in a show called Star Ward, that it was a Mormon culture, Star Wars culture. Oh, that's a rich bounty. And I played, I played a BYU co-ed because they are the best bounty hunters in the universe because they always get their man.
0: Uh. <laughs> So I know
1: the director of that theater and he probably could use some help um, writing some parody songs. (laughs) I don't know that that would be a lucrative career, but it would be a fun one. It would be fun.
0: (laughs) I like it. I like it. Um, The last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
2: Something along the lines of well done, welcome home.
0: Awesome. Well, Jeanette, it's been a lot of fun catching up and uh, Cam and I just want to wish you all the best and hope everything continues to be to go very well at Sound Beginnings this next school year. Thank you. It was great catching up with Jeanette. Uh, She has such a quick wit and a great sense of humor. I saw that firsthand way back when, when I was on faculty at Utah State University and she was one of my grad students and it just continues. And she's such a, a wonderful person, as well as a great speech-language pathologist. So check out the Sound Beginnings Program for Children with Hearing Loss at Utah State University. And you can follow more of what they're doing in terms of telepractice, as well as in-person teaching that they do there on campus. I also want to mention a couple of webinars that I've produced. Uh, they are now on the 3C Digital Media Network website, and if you just go to 3cdigitalmedianetwork.com, you will see some new webinars that I've produced. One is on early intervention for kids with hearing loss through telepractice, and the other is just more generally early intervention for kids with hearing loss who are acquiring listening and spoken language outcomes. So check those out or recommend them if There's someone who needs some training. Here's some extra CEUs you can get. And with that, thank you for joining us. Leave us a five-star review. That always helps. And until next week, be safe and be kind. This has been a production of the 3C Digital Media Network.